2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Hell in the Cell pay-per-view prediction show here on the Top Rope Report on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkShoe.com, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me today is the best minds in the wrestling business, starting off with my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the nuggster, Greg. What's going on, Greg.
0: Hey, what's up, guys? We
2: also have Mr. 247 up there in the right hand corner on my screen. And in the lower part of the screen, our last week's winner. Congratulations to the little nuggster. Hello. What's going on, guys? I only needed one. Yeah, well, you said you needed a win, so you got one, which was good. But yeah, this is gonna be interesting to uh you know, doing a pay per view prediction show with only five matches. I mean, what do you guys think? You think the WWE could have, you know, maybe made an effort to come up with some more matches? I think there was a couple of feuds that they could have put together. Well,
0: I, I think the big problem was this pay per view is supposed to be next Sunday. And because they're contracted, they were contracted with Amway Center only through the end of October. They wanted to ensure this baby was in the Thunderdome. So they changed it to this Sunday. Now, if you had another week to plan this baby, we would have gotten more matches. Oh, okay. I think,
2: I think personally, I think that's the reason for you know, everything that's going on. Okay. So what, what, do you, what do you guys think of Ron Smackdown this week?
3: Yeah, I didn't. I, th- I didn't.
2: I didn't see SmackDown because it didn't record for me,
0: so oh, you didn't miss much.
2: Yeah, I didn't think it was that good either.
0: Now, neither one of the two shows, in my opinion, did anything to make somebody that was debating
2: as whether they're going to watch it, big of view to watch it. Yeah. You know, if you were on the fence about watching it, you're still on the fence neither show did anything to help
1: promote
2: anything. Right. What about you, D? Oh, my God. That was so stupid. Okay. So, yeah. So, like I said, guys, I just, you know, because it's uh, um, only five matches for the prediction show, I just thought I'd throw in uh, a little bonus that which match do you guys think they're going to add to the pay per view tonight, whether it's a pre show match or on the main card? You guys can give that prediction when we do our, our picks. And also, like I said, I came up with a trivia question today: Which five wrestlers have not won a pay-per-view in 20, have not won a pay-per-view match in 2020 this year? Some of the some of the answers I thought were were pretty interesting. One of them I was surprised at. Eighty-five like percent of, 85%
0: of the WWE. I mean, Chad, I, I don't think Chad Gable's won a pay-per-view no. match this year. No, they, they, ta-
2: they were talking about the superstars that have been on the pay-per-view. Oh, see, that's something you said, though. You, know, you said what you said. God, he's got a kind of fun that's before this thing's over. I um, said well, not one.
0: Pay-per-view. The
2: the wrestlers that the wrestlers that were scheduled the wrestlers that wrestled on the pay-per-view. There's five of them that have not won a match on a pay-per-view this year that they were scheduled that they wrestled on. Does anybody have any answers? No, not
0: one.
2: DJ. Nope, little nug. Is Randy is
3: Randy Orton one of them? Nope.
2: No. No. Number five is Tamina. Number four is Lacey Evans. Number three, Dolph Ziggler. Number two, Baron Corbin. And this was the one that surprised me. Number one, AJ Styles. Those are the five wrestlers who were on pay per views this year in 2020 that didn't win. I thought it was pretty interesting when I, you know, especially when I saw AJ Styles. It was like, wait a minute. AJ Styles? I mean, I can see Tamina and Lacey Evans because they're really, you know. Tamina, she's just out out and out horrible. I'd
0: like to debate
2: that right now. What?
0: Because. Mighty Molly was in the Royal Rumble, and she hasn't won in any other pay-per-views
2: this year. Mercedes Martinez was in the Royal Rumble, and she hasn't won any other this year. Shall I go on and do you hate me enough yet? Never mind. So, little nug, you get your bonus pick already and your extra pick? Oh, no. I'm
3: probably going to come up with something off the top of my head.
2: I can't really think of anything. Well, that's cool. All right, well, I'm sure you'll come up with something, and I'm sure it'll be an interesting pick. Oh, it'll, it'll
3: definitely be
2: interesting. No matter what I choose, it'll be interesting. I'm oh, sure it will be. So. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, anytime you guys are ready, we can start the prediction show and, you know, go over the matches and which order we want, which order we think they're going to they're gonna be in. Well, I think you do something. What we're going to do is we're going to go through all the matches first, and then instead of predicting our first match prediction,
0: that's when we'll name the order of the matches we're going to want to go in. Okay. Uh, We're not going to say, you know, like the first match we're going to talk about is Otis versus the Miz. We're not going to talk about that and then say, okay, I think this is going to be the third
3: match on the card. We're going to do all those after we predict each
2: match. Okay. So, Little Mug, who's up first? Uh,.
3: Here. Uh go
2: with Mr. Trivia. Okay. Uh well I hope the Miz Otis match is a lot better than the court proceedings were, because that was horrible. Um I kind of figured that they were gonna go this way with this match, you know, Ms. versus Otis for the contract. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting interesting kind of match because of the history that they they really have between the two. But I'm going to take Otis by pin.
3: Okay. Um,
0: on to me next. Um, this was the one thing that came out uh SmackDown for this pay per view. Um, I'm just really not much to say. This is um, an annoying storyline. I just, I don't, I think they're second guessing themselves as to why they put the the briefcase um, on Otis and as to whether or not they want to take the briefcase, the contract away from him. I don't
3: know. Um,.
0: I'm tempted to go Otis via disqualification to still leave things in limbo because I, I see Morrison getting involved one way or another. I mean, I can see where Morrison goes to hit Otis and misses and hits Miz, causing dissension between Miz and Morrison. I can see Morrison causing Otis, you know, getting caught cheating. I I don't know,
3: but I'm just going to go Otis DQ. I went with, like, I had a feeling this match was going to take place at some point. Just didn't know exactly when and what pay-per-view. It was... cool to have Otis as the Money in the Bank free piece winner, but he's a tag team person and I don't really see him cashing in on Reigns slash Jey Uso, whoever is the winner of this, of their match tonight. Um, so I'm going to go with Otis by pin. Okay. And DJ. Um, yeah, so
1: I am I agree with everything. But I feel like I feel like they are I'm gonna Okay, on to the second match, which is the only match on
0: the card that's for nothing. This um, is it Jeff Hardy taking on Elias. Ooh, I get to go first. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go Elias, then i really not gonna have much to say about this. Um, so, Elias, pin. Little move.
1: I also am going with Elias by
0: Pinskaw. Okay. EJ? Yeah, I got Elias with my and whoops,
2: whoops, whoops, there goes my cat. Oh my. And Trent. Um... This match, uh, I mean, do I? I don't know why. I mean, it's on here, but I guess that, you know, it was just one guitar shot or something that kind of, or interrupting a concert that kind of caused the match and whatever. But I'm going Jeff Hardy by pin. Okay. All right, on to the first championship match being held in a cell.
0: It is Bailey defending her SmackDown Women's Title against
3: Sasha Banks. Little Mud, your first. Well, um, speaking of Bailey and Sasha, I ended up watching um, both matches from uh, NXT. Look, well, I watched their first match at NXT Takeover, and then I, I thought that was the one that everybody talks about, but then ended up being the. the um the match from uh nxt respect i think it was called i ended up watching their matches last night um just to fresh my memory on the the feud because i didn't really see any of those matches um this is going to be a pretty good match Uh, i know that for a fact just because these two go way back um that being said
2: Well, all week long, you know, so I mentioned this to Greg before off the air when we had a conversation this week, and uh, I told him I said I don't think this would be the right pay-per-view to have Sasha win the title. Then I was thinking, well, she could win the match, but then I realized, wow, there are no disqualification. There, there, you can't win by disqualification in a Hell in a Cell. It's either a pinfall or you got to get out of the cage. So, my. Well, p- you, don't, you,
0: you don't win by getting out of a cage in a hell in a cell.
2: You can go.
0: You, there, you, you there can't. It or submission?
2: It's only pinfores. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah. Okay. It's yourself. not like
0: a cell. in a cell. It's, not, it's like like a not, regular,
2: a not like a regular cage. Okay. Well, with that being said, I'm going to have to agree with uh, DJ. I'm going to go Sasha, submission. They built up this feud, you know, pretty nicely. I mean, I thought it, you know, what they built up to, especially this Friday with the contract signing, built it up, gives more suspense to what's going to happen. But I think it's Sasha's turn. Right. So you saw the contract signing, neither DJ or Joe did. And what?
0: what's my rule of thumb when you're on the fence?
2: Whoever gets a whoever gets shit beat out of them wins when the match.
0: On TV show, go under on pay-per-view. That's the way I've got to follow. It has done me wrong often. I'm not saying I'm 100% on that, that aspect, but... Um,
2: but you're right more than you're wrong on that. Whenever I'm, I'm at a point as to where,
0: you know what, it's 50-50. I mean, there have been times when I've chosen a match and I've been totally downside wrong. Um, but I've been going back and forth, back and forth. I talked to Joe a little bit this morning for a few minutes, and I'm like, there's two matches that I'm just going back and forth on, back and forth on, and this is one of them. Um, we know how much they love to promote streaks, and they keep promoting <laughs> Bailey's streaks. I don't know if they want to end it yet. She. I think overall still needs to hold the title for a little other than Fabulous Moolah, trivia's, you know, you know, get everybody questioned as she's the longest reigning champion ever. Nobody'll ever come close to that. Um a modern record of consecutive, you know, of having a title. She hasn't gotten there as of yet. I think in this initial ring she still has a Several more days to pass Becky Lynch's last holding of the Raw title. So I'm going to keep it on Bailey. I'm going to go Bailey by pen. Okay. On to the next one, which is for the WWE Championship, which is also obviously in the Hell in the South. And that is Drew McIntyre taking on Randy Orton. DJ, you're
2: first. Whenever you mention Randy Orton, DJ gets that smile on his face. (laughs) He's waiting for Randy to win the title again. I know he is. I'm old for
1: 3 or
0: 2 or whatever it is now, so I got to get with it. Plus, I can see it
2: happening. So, Randy Orton. Okay, Tripp. I was going back and forth with this match, too, and... We all know that with you know with the Survivor Series coming up it's heavyweight champion versus heavyweight champion on both uh, on e- from both shows so I think Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns would probably get a lot more attention than Roman Reigns Randy Orton so I'm going to go Drew McIntyre by pin
0: that thought from. Um, this match, I, I, I know which way I wanted to go, and I'm, I'm still going to go. I'm not going to change my thought, but I, I just, I, I should say I had a thought this morning that, that that's a conversation me and Trip had about Survivor Series coming up. And my thought was, okay, do you want to heel in Norton versus heel Roman Reigns? Eh. What if, somehow during the match, Retribution gets involved and gets in the cell somewhere somehow, and Orton and Drew McIntyre fend off Retribution? Whether the match is already over and Orton's won it, which is the scenario I could see happening, and they fight back to back and, and Orton has another, you know, big show moment where he goes to face. I mean, he's now the face that's taking on Roman Reigns. Arguably the biggest name that, that that's carried the WWE on the men's side through this whole pandemic versus the biggest name not to be around for most of the pandemic at Survivor Series. Just a little, you know, thought in your mind. Um,
3: But I am going Orton 10. And Little Mug. It sucks. They left. They left. They ended Monday Night Raw in a cliffhanger, which I read that Vizpapan wanted that to happen. Yes.
2: Yes, that was a good Uh, ending.
3: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I want him to be champion so freaking bad. You know what?
2: Orton might be. Okay. Okay. Now, the last time those two guys went at it, everybody else picked Orton but me. I picked Drew McIntyre, and McIntyre won, so maybe it'll happen again.
0: Yeah.
2: We will see. Yep. Never know. Uh All right. On to the last.
0: of the show, or last match of the show, and it is Rain, Roman Reigns defending his universal title against his cousin Jey Uso in an I quit match in Hell in a Cell, so it's straight up 25 points to get it right. Um, you just pick the winner, and trip, you're up first.
2: I really think this is going to be a no-brainer for all four of us. Um, I mean, I like I like the new Roman Reigns character right now. Um, And going against his cousin kind of, you know, makes things a little bit interesting because they didn't have uh, really anybody to go against Roman Reigns at that time. Um, But I think, and the stipulation was pretty interesting that he came out with on Friday night. Um, But I'm definitely,
0: huh? That's only a stipulation. It's more of a consequence. Or consequence,
2: yeah. And um, but I'm I gotta go with Roman.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it, you know one thing I used to do when I look at my research is is I go to the pay per view odds for this for for the matches. Um and once again the way the money line works is you got
3: a hundred yep. and then you know if you're the you bet a hundred to win to to lose money, and if you're the underdog, yeah. <clears throat> you
0: bet hundred on Jey, so he wins. Um, you win nine hundred dollars, but in order to win a hundred dollars on Roman Reigns, I saw that you two thousand eight hundred dollars.
3: Yep.
0: And just that bet itself should give you the thought process behind this. So rings um, to win this match. Little nuts.
3: Um, I think it's gonna be a pretty good match. I like the story that's going on between the two. You can tell that it definitely got really personal between each other. Um which I did read that uh that they're actually letting them just go at it. They're not like doing any like um script scripted promos or anything. They're just letting them go on each other, and I really like how it's going. Um, but I think it's going to end with Roman Reigns winning. Okay. And DJ, so do we have our
0: first clean sweep? we have our first
1: I like the fact that Roman did
0: Okay. All right, so traditionally, our next pick as we're going through all tribulation years.
2: No, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm looking at the picks, and out of the Ms. Otis match, three of us picked Otis one picked Miz. Out of of Hardy and Elias, three of us picked Elias, one picked Hardy. Um, Out of the the McIntyre match, three of us picked Orton, one picked Drew. It's like, wow, this is going to be interesting (laughs) then. And we all pick Roman, obviously. Right. Okay, so normally we choose our
0: first match prediction here. Um, due to the fact there are only five matches, we so wanted reveal one for a little bit more interesting of a thing in here. And we are each going to pick the matches in the order we think they're going to be. Um, obviously, the first pick will be our first match, then second, third, fourth pick. Um, for each one you get correct, you get 15 points. If you get lucky and get all five correct, you get an extra 50 points. No, point, no extra points for four out of five or whatever. Um, but that's the way that we're going to be doing this. Um, so I actually get to go first. So the first, uh, and this is actually the other match that I've been going back and forth on is, as to what match do I think... Is going to start it. What match or I think it's going to end it? And I was talking a little nugger, like I said. And my last match strongly is based on my unadvertised surprise of the few that I have in my head. So I really hate the fact that I have to go first with this one. Um, <laughs> let's. Well. All right, I'm I'm just gonna do it. Um I'm going with uh, Sasha Bailey to open up the show. Um I want to this is the match that I've all along um thought that this one just with everything these two women have done um this year, this is the match I think should have closed this pay-per-view. But I've got a different scenario for one of the other two Hell in a Cell matches that I think that should end the pay-per-view. So I'm going to go with Sasha Bailey because, once again, I always say if you're not last, you should be first. All right, little little Um
3: I also went with Sasha versus Bailey as the first match.
1: Okay, DJ? Yeah, I got
0: faster. Okay, and Trent?
2: Um, my first match, I mentioned to DJ Now, Trent,
0: there's no, interco- now, no, Tripp, there's no inter- non- Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah, I know. You can't
3: choose
2: first. Yeah, I know. Um, but I mentioned to DJ when he said he was going to go with Bailey Sasha, probably. I said, well, I'm not going to go with that because I think once they put the cell down, they're going to keep it down. They're not going to raise it, put it down, raise it, put it down. So my first match, I think, is going to be the one that I'm really kind of least interested in seeing, The Miz versus Otis. And there's a reason for that being the first match. And I'll explain to that on my surprise. All right.
0: Um so now we're going to predict the second match. We think Little Nug,
3: you're up first. Second match. Um, I'm going with a wise first Jeff Hardy.
2: Oops, wrong one. Okay.
3: Okay.
0: And DJ.
2: Uh, all right trip I definitely agree with little nug I'm going Hardy and Elias
0: okay um, now this is why I'm gonna debate what trip said because of my my next pick actually is the exact same pick as DJ Um obviously there's no way Otis is going to cash in on Sasha or Bailey. So I that's <laughs> why I think Sasha Bailey would be first. Um, I, I, I think part of the, the allure or the mystique of the Hell in a Cell is to see the Hell coming, the Cell coming down with that ominous music and lights flashing all over the place. And you're... If you're going to tell me, girl, we can do that for one of the three matches, I'm not buying it. So that's why I think you're going to see it come down, go up, come down, go up, come down, go up for three different matches. Um, so I, I, once again, I'm going with Ms. Otis in the second match.
2: Okay.
0: All right. So on to the third match. DJ, you are up. All
1: right. Uh, now, I like what you just said about going up and down. I, I, but I
2: don't know. When, I like to reply, so i will going to go to Harvey. Uh, okay. Trip. I'm going to go Bailey-Sasha.
0: That's so you can give Otis a little more time before he cashes in. <laughs> um, which match, which Hell in a Cell match um, ends the show? Obviously, going by my rule of thumb, there's going to be a Hell in a Cell match here and a Hell in a Cell match last. Um... Reigns-Uso is going to be the next match.
3: Little Mug. My third match is Miz versus
0: Otis.
3: Okay. Okay, on to our fourth match
2: of the pay-per-view. And Trip, you get to give us your fourth match first. Okay. Um. I picked this one only because, you see, I think the the following of the two title matches by the crowds and everything, or the virtual crowds, was kind of almost even. But I think it's more interesting for WWE to see how the last match is going to play out. So my pick for the fourth match is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I think Roman and Jey Uso are going to close out the show. And the weird part about it, Greg, is the way we went in order of the matches is exactly the order I had for my where I thought they were going to go. Oh, okay. That's why I, have, I was like, oh, okay, I just picked them all. That worked out pretty cool. All right. Well, um,
0: obviously... No offense against them, but Hardy Alliance are not closing out how to Um So obviously, the next match that I think is going to happen um, is Hardy and Elias.
3: Little note. My fourth match is Roman versus J. Uso.
0: Okay. And DJ.
1: Oh yeah, I I have to because I'm so done reading. Having that piece in I show, so my fourth match is rolling.
0: okay. Um. So on to our last prediction. I think the match that's going to close out this pay per view is going to be Drew um, with McIntyre against Randy Orton. Um, I'm not going to say why because I'm still debating as to whether I'm going to make this my official unadvertised surprise. Um, but um, I do think this one will close it out. Uh, little Muggy. My last
3: match for my. Yeah, fifth match
1: is Drew versus Randy Orton. Back-to-back on the
3: cell match. All right. And DJ. And Trim.
2: I've got Roman Reigns, Jey Uso. Okay. Now, Greg, be, be, excuse me. Before we do the final match, you want to have the guys pick a match that they think is going to be That's
3: Yeah, that's next.
2: Oh, okay. I wouldn't, Well, because I know when you said Roman. Oh, okay. No, I see what you're saying. Okay. Sorry. I had a senior moment.
0: That was that whole pick was the order one through five.
2: Right. But now I'm. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Break. Hold on. Nay.
1: Break. Break. <laughs> All right, so on to the next pick. Um, we've at the last minute decided to add
0: a. Decide if you think there's going to be a match added. Um, you don't have to say. In my opinion, you don't have to. Okay, I think they're going to add a pre-show match to get it right. Um, if you choose a match and it ends up on the pre-show, that's fine. It's a match added. If you choose, if they choose a match and it closes on hell and it does not matter. It's not going to affect our one through five order. Because if they add a match and it happens to be third, that doesn't mean every other pick we have is wrong. In the prediction show, the five match that we pick have to go in that
2: order. It yep. does not matter based on what a bonus match may be added in. Sound fair? Yep. Are we all no. in agreement with that? Our yeah. our order that we picked is rock solid right there. Regardless, right. Uh, regardless of if they add another match, regardless of where it goes, whatever we pick for our first five, that stays. Right. Okay.
0: So, um, little mug, you get to, This is once again straight up twenty five points. You get to choose which. Uh, if, you think there's going to be a bonus match added? And what that match is?
3: Um, i think. Uh, I'm going to take a wicked guess and say there will be an added match. And I think that match...
2: Might be another deep gray versus uh, Bray, uh, Braun Strowman. Okay, wow. I didn't think the of that one. Part. Okay. I didn't think of that one. Good pick. All
1: right,
0: DJ. All right, Mr. Trivia.
2: I'm going to go a match. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, I'm going to go the Street Profits versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Okay. Um, And I'll be honest, with all the matches that I was
0: thinking could be added, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't even crossed my
2: mind to have Keith Lee
0: and Braun Strowman until both Joe ne- and DJ said it. Neither did I. <laughs> um. Once again, it's just a bonus. Um. Because uh, I- I'm going to not that I really think. I, I was going to go no match will be added. Which was originally going to be my thought on this. But if I'm going to go that route, I might as well just throw it out there. So let's just go with a quote-unquote make-it-up-to-you match. If you remember the last pay-per-view, which um, was a decent pay-per-view, a certain tag team women's championship match did not happen and said women's tag team champions were not happy about it and as it came to be neither one were diagnosed positive for COVID-19 they just canceled their match in precaution so I think they're going to make it up to them and, and I'm going to go baszler Jacks versus the Riot Squad
2: Okay, I didn't think of that one either. Sure.
0: Okay. If I can read my writing on some of these at the end of the <laughs> night, it's gonna be great. All right. Um so on to
3: our last pick of the show, and it is for the our last pick, not Joe's. It's you can see Joe's stressing already. I, I gotta pick up two
0: more public. <laughs> um is our own advertised surprise. DJ, you get to go first. Well
1: this
2: Oh, that was a, that was interesting pick, DJ, but I I kind of would disagree. I mean, that would be a good way to go, but I would kind of disagree with that only because Roman said that if Jay quits, he's ousted from the family. Ah, okay. My, my unadvertised surprise is during the Drew McIntyre-Randy Orton match, only because these guys have had a little bit of a brief history together, the fiend makes an appearance. I know he's probably not gonna get in the the cell, but I well see the way I was gonna go with this was the fiend's gonna make an appearance and he's gonna attack the winner. But then I said, well, wait, if he attacks the winner, then he's got to get in the cell. No, he can still attack the winner once they raise the cell up and he shows up, the lights go out, and then he just attacks. But I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the fiend shows up and attacks the winner after the match.
0: So now, are you saying that's going to be true because – it drew to win or it just now not matters to who wins
2: no he's gonna attack he's gonna attack the winner regardless of who wins i'm still picking drew to win okay. Okay. but I'm he's gonna
0: I wanted that, I wanted that,
2: Claire, yep please. yeah he's gonna attack the, he's gonna attack the winner and he and then i realized also that he doesn't have to open the door to get in to sell because he's been known to come up from the ring. So I think you're I think you're gonna hear his music, the lights are gonna come out and he's gonna come up from the ring and attack the winner. Wasn't that funny? All right. Um once again I, I have a couple of
0: matches that I had been anticipating using my unadvertised surprise and I don't know if I can use the one I wanted to use. Um one was Morrison getting involved in the Otis mismatch, match, uh, more than likely causing Miz to lose, to start a little thing between Miz and Morrison. I, th- I think the Miz and Morrison experiment has blown up um, very, very, very badly in WWE's creative space, especially with the Miz, you know, Miz TV and the Dirt Show or whatever being so horrible as it is now. Um, I'd also paint a little picture in my head as to who could be next challenger for Bailey or Sasha. Um, so a small side of me had thought that maybe this is when Charlotte makes a return, and after the match is over, attacks either one of them because you know it wouldn't matter. Charlotte can be a face and go against a heel, Bailey, or she can be a heel and go against a face, Sasha. It doesn't matter. And the last one, which is the one that I've been strong thinking about going on was the Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton match. Um, I do have Randy Orton winning and envision, you know, the cage going up Drew McIntyre out of the ring. Then all of a sudden, The lights go out. And when the lights come back on, the ring is, the the cage is down, or the cell is down, the music is playing. And out from the ring comes Alexa Bliss. Not Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss. She crawls out, and then all of a sudden, it goes dark again. And then just for a matter of seconds, and then when the lights come back on, the fiend that attacks Randy Orton. Setting up a future Randy Orton versus Fiend um. You. <sighs> Seeing his trip already picked out one um, and I think you know by how thought out my thing was it's just something I didn't just throw together. So I still think I'm going to go that that route. Um, so yeah we'll, 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 I, I don't know how I'm going to write all that little box that I have but that's what I'm predicting not, not necessarily
3: that Alexa Bliss comes up through the ring but that Alexa Bliss and
0: The Fiend confront Orton after the match
2: okay
3: All right.
0: And guess what, Joe? Not only is it your turn to go last, but you have to give us two in a row. Yep. All right. So go ahead with your first one, the official one for this, this show.
3: Well, I have three, and I have to kick one out. Um, but I'm going to start off with one that I have a feeling is going to happen. My first one is retribution appears during the pay-per-view.
0: Okay. All right, now on to your special surprise. So this one has to be a little bit more detailed than just retro- like something like what you just said. This one would yeah. have to have a little bit more detail in it. So...
3: Extra winners uh, bonus here for my extra one I'm Trying to figure out I wrote I wrote one down I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep That or think or say the other one that I'm thinking of Um, I'm gonna go with the one I wrote down because I see this one happening more than my second one that I have. Um, this one happens after uh, Roman and Jey Uso, after their match. Um, the, after the match is over, um, a certain somebody confronts Roman Reigns
2: who I believe has
3: some
2: unfinished business. I know who it is. And that man is Goldberg. Goldberg. Okay. Well, that's not who I thought it was. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna come out with. The one that has some unfinished business with Roman is gonna come out and attack Roman Reigns. Brock Who's Lesnar. That? Only no. because only because he's with Heyman.
0: No, we won't see Brock until there's fans in the audience.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: But wouldn't that be something if Brock
3: Lesnar came out after it and he acknowledged Roman Reigns <laughs> that's and a try his Two team <laughs> <laughs> Now, there.
2: Well, folks, yep. those are our picks for the 2020 Hell in Cell pay-per-view. Yep. Good luck to everybody on that. Um. Also, guys, you got a couple. You got a couple, huh? Bad luck oh. to you,
0: friend. Oh, okay. Good luck. <laughs> sorry, sorry,
2: it's no competition. Here. Yeah, I um, I got a couple of announcements to make. Uh, next week. We will have, um, wait a minute, next week is the, no, I'm sorry, excuse me, November 1st. Next week? Yeah, next week, November 1st. Sorry, I had a senior moment. Um, our guest live joining us will be the new PAPW Alley Fights champion and new Blood, Sweat, and Tears champion, Dustin Flash Waller, will be joining us next week. Uh, and also, November 8th a very special thing going on for everybody here you know myself the nugster uh little nug dj i would like to invite little nug and dj as part of the top rope report i would like to you guys i would like to invite you guys to our very special 300th episode of the top rope report um i've Got a couple calls in to have a couple of guests, um, you know, call in and talk about some of the episodes. As a lot of you guys are aware, Greg and I were around for the 100th episode. Um, We were a guest on Jay Williams' show back in the day in North Haven, and we had a great time there. And it's been 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 300 shows, Greg. You look confused.
3: Yeah.
2: You don't remember us being on uh, Jay Williams show in North Haven? Not for our hundredth show. Oh no, uh, no, our hundredth show was. M and J. All right. And, you know, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. With several people calling in. Yeah, I got, I got that confused. That's right. Yeah, we did, uh, we did the hundredth episode from M and J. We had phone calls from Tony Atlas, Smash from Demolition, uh, Mario Mancini called us. So it was a pretty monumental episode that uh, Greg and I went over. It was a it was a great time. And now we're up to 300. Um, I think it's pretty awesome. I mean, we've talked a lot of wrestling, a lot of predictions, a lot of disagreements, been having a great time every Sunday. And I just hope we can continue. Put
0: in, pers- put in perspective, 300 shows is almost six years.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. And it just came by where Greg was like, hey, just have two friends, just talk wrestling, and it just took off from there. And we did shows before Talk you, We did. We were doing shows from
0: the spare room at my, my old house, yeah. um, recording on a tablet and sharing it on and trying to share it on Facebook. So, yep. yeah, we've been doing this for a little while.
2: Yeah, so the top rope road... is still on YouTube.
0: Yep. And we still don't have it
2: figured out. I <laughs> know. <So, laughs> <laughs> So the Top Rope Report has come a long way. Um, the show's gotten a lot better since Little Nug and DJ has joined us. Um, it's nice to have experience of the younger aspect, Greg, because they look at things a lot differently than you and I do. You know, I mean, with me, I grew up back in the days of Ivan Putski, Chief Jake Strongbow, You know, all, all the old school people where cage matches meant something. The only way you could get out of the cage was climb over the top or through the door. Now you can win a cage match by pinfall. Um, so a lot's changed in wrestling over the years. We've changed over the years. We've we've evolved. We've gotten better. Um, I can honestly say the top rope report has made a couple of appearances. You know, Lexi's ride being one of them. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we were unable to be there this year. Hopefully they'll have it again next year and they'll invite us and we'll see how that goes. So I just want to extend the invitation to DJ and little nug to join us on November the 8th for our 300th episode. Absolutely. Excellent. So, so guys, well, I mean, what are you, what are you going to take from today's pay-per-view? I mean, do you see it possibly being a, even though it's five matches, I mean, like I said, this is the first time we've done a pay-per-view with only five matches. Do you see, I mean, do you see the WWE trying to make it, uh, oh my God, for almost all the matches, or is it just going to fall flat and die? I mean, I think the Hell in a Cell matches are going to be good. I think they're going to be long matches. Because I don't see the first two matches if it's like Otis and Hardy but those are like the first two matches, whatever order they go in. I don't see them going very long. But I see McIntyre and Drew going at least 25 minutes, 30 minutes maybe. Roman and Jey Uso probably going about 20, 25 minutes. I mean, what are you guys thinking? Well, I, I think, no offense, should, but I think if they start off the pay-per-view with Otis and The Miz and then Elias Hardy, I think you might as well just start the pay-per-view at 8 o'clock. Um,
0: and do an extended two-hour pre-show. <laughs> um, it, 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 it would make no sense to me to, to start off because I know you, you look to do them first and second just to get them out of the way, but at the same token, you're, you're going up against a World Series game five, you're going up against you know Sunday Night Football. You want people to tune in watch. You want to put something there that's going to get them to so say, oh, wow, and then throw in the crappy seven-minute match and, oh, wow. Then throw another crappy eight-minute match. I don't see how you want to put 25 minutes off the beginning to lose people right away. Um, but I, I definitely, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, the match that I'm looking forward most to is, is Sasha Bailey. Uh, I know the two of them could put on a great match and play and you're just, when you're in a cell,
2: anything and everything goes. Yeah. There, there's, you know, and I think, I think we could see uh, one of the matches of the year um, with Bailey and Sasha. Plus, Sa- plus Bailey's never been in a Hell in a Cell. Sasha's been in a couple of them, so there's an experience factor right there. But
0: yeah, but Sasha's never won. Huh? Sasha's never won.
2: Yeah, true. That's
0: true. So whoever wins is gonna be the first time winner in a Hell in a Cell.
2: Yep. Yeah, I know. Yes, they are. That's, yes, uh, they are. Yep. I mean, that was a that was a pretty interesting way of Sasha to get Bailey to sign the contract on SmackDown.
3: Oh. Yeah, how did that?
2: How did that go? Oh, you're not. You're not gonna watch it?
3: No, no. I. I right. said, how did that? Oh, ba- was, oh. No, didn't
2: work. Sasha came out, and well, Bailey was sitting there with a chair, and then Sasha came out with the contract, and they brawled for a little bit, and then she put Bailey's head in a chair, and then picked her up like that with the chair underneath her neck, and she just took the pen and just signed the contract, and that was that. So it was actually, uh, it was actually pretty interesting. But yeah, they got a that um what you call it that Otis Miz thing was just utterly ridiculous. I mean, they had huh? Law
0: and Otis.
2: Law and Otis, yeah. And then they had what's his name, Uh, Teddy Long, with
0: with the theme song with the theme song of the People's Court. And my question to you guys that saw the thing was. (laughs) Where
2: the hell did Teddy Long come from? And is that why JBL had a smile on his face most of the time? <laughs> Probably because when so- because when Oscar started talking, it's like wait a minute, and then JBL goes, "Did you get that?" And then Teddy Long go, "Oh my God, it's Teddy Long." But uh, yeah, so that's. I mean, do I want to see? I-, I was thinking before because I had mentioned. Before, I said, you know, I'd like to see Miz and Otis go in a match for the contract and have Miz win, but are they ready for Miz to have another title match, to have another championship again? I mean, he is at the end of his career, kind of. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer, no doubt. And, I mean, it's just time for the new guys. My original... The
0: only thing is, though, is... is Is it
2: more likely that Miz can cash in eventually on McIntyre than Otis on Reigns? Or I say at least attempt a cash in. Yeah, because that was my original bonus pick. My original bonus pick was going to be Otis cashes in the money in the bank against Roman and loses. And then people are looking at it like, well, you held on to this contract for all this time and you go cash it in and lose. you know. But, yeah, so, it's, um, what, and, like, you know, I agree with um, DJ and, you know, Greg, and, you know, the one, the one match I'm definitely looking forward to seeing is Sasha Bailey. I mean, that has the possibility of, you know, because remember when we saw him on NXT, Greg, we actually thought at that time it could have been match of the year. Um, yeah. This one could possibly be in the running as well. And like I told, and like DJ said, they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. And whatever happens, you know, happens. So, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm not expecting an A-plus pay-per-view or or even a B-plus pay-per-view. I mean, you know, with only five matches, they're going to really have to pull out all the stops. And I really think that they're going to have a pre-show match and they'll announce it. But, you know, because I'm... I, the WWE rarely – oh uh, maybe I could be wrong, but, you know, I think the WWE rarely has a pay-per-view with an odd number of matches. You know, usually they'll have 10 or 12 or 8 or, or whatever. Having a pay-per-view with five matches, I just don't see them having it. So I think there's going to be a pre-show match somewhere along the line. It's just who's it going to be. So – now, I, I know we had a, a bonus in here that I
0: was saying, you know, what match do we think could be added? But is there a match that you guys think that you would like to have seen on the pay-per-view? I mean, if it's still the one that, you, that you're that you predicting to be that, because for me, um, I don't think it's going to be added, but I would
2: after the match they put on on Friday, I would love to see Rollins and Murphy in another match. Absolutely. Yep. I. I am going to put that question out to each of you three. Is there a match that you, that you would like to see put on this card that, that's not on the card? Kevin Owens and Alistair Black. Yeah. I was yep. going to say that. I was going to <clears> say either Rollins, Murphy, or Owens and uh, Alistair Black. Yeah. I mean, either one of those would be you know, just write for this pay per view to add to it. I'm really surprised that they didn't originally they didn't put something like that, Alistair Black and Kevin Owens on the on the show to begin with. Well, um, I haven't done anything since they
3: moved them both to
2: SmackDown. Right. Excuse me. So maybe that's why. But but the
0: bigger surprise to me is that there's not my turn. Well, I just have to <laughs> a single tag team match on this preview at all. Um, that that really, I mean, either goes to show you that WWE doesn't care about tag team wrestling, like a lot of people had said, or or what? I, I don't know. Oh. You guys can still talk.
3: To me. There. I know, I'm looking at my list here. Checking it twice. Wanna find out here yeah. nice? Yeah, exactly. My uh I'll tell you what my other uh surprise thing would have been. Sure. Um, it would have it was uh it had to do with Charlotte. Um like I think a while ago when I uh listen to uh the busted open podcast they were talking about charlotte and uh having like a a potential charlotte orton match or something like a little cute going on so that was kind of like my little other surprise that i was thinking of doing
2: you know one question i want to bring up to you guys what do you think about it especially to greg what, what do you guys think of a uh, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan tag team? I don't think
0: it would work.
2: No? no. Even Daniel Bryan said, well, you know, you kind of turned against all your friends that were, tag, that were your tag team partners before. Right. But, and
0: I mean, the, only way, the only way that I could see that working would be if, <clears throat> in the end, Kevin Owens catfished Daniel Bryan for, on the behalf of Sammy Zayn. Yeah, Yeah, that was be the only way, but then they introduced a possible Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan feud on its own, so I don't think you need Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens for
2: that. Yeah, and just before, I just had to excuse myself. I really needed to use the bathroom. Um, The answer to your question, Greg, yeah, about the tag team. You know, this is unusual that they don't have a tag team match on this pay-per-view. I think that's one of the reasons why I chose that as one of the matches to be added. And um, another thing, too, it's like last night, Daniel Bryan said, and I'd like to get you guys' opinion on him as well, he said one thing he he would like to see on Friday Night SmackDown is the Intercontinental title defended every week. Would that make heads,
0: it... He scored the competition yeah. with Sami Zayn.
2: Right, but would that mean that... We'll probably see. I mean, you know, with the new draft picks and everything, you, you it could also lead up to a situation where you might see the same match like three times, four times. I still think they should give an IC title match to Robert Sullivan. But uh, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. But, no, but there is a name we forgot to mention about this interview. What if R Sullivan interferes in one of the matches? Well, um,
0: possibly in the heart of,
2: uh, Elias match. Yeah, and you know that match I saw with him and Shorty G. You know he wants to go back. I guess he wants to go back to no, being Chad Gable again. Chad Gable, okay, yeah. Um, well, you know, what do you guys think? You guys think that you know Daniel Bryan made a good point about the IC title being defended. I mean, I'd like to see Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. That would be a hell. Of a... Yeah,
0: until the title comes
3: off of Sami Zayn, it's not going to be defended
2: every week. Sami Zayn said that. He'll defend the title when he wants it. Yeah. Kind of like
0: Brock Lesnar.
2: Yep. Yeah, but Brock to just stayed home. Sami Zayn still shows up on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, one other thing too, guys. I read something, and uh, I talked to Greg about this earlier uh, when we had our conversation during the week, and if you guys want to chime in, I guess, supposedly, with the Survivor Series coming up, The Undertaker is going to make an appearance. Well,
0: they're looking to build Survivor Series around him and his 30 years of, of WWE.
2: Yeah. So do you think they'll have him just, you know, come out? Or have, have a match? Uh, um, uh, it, it sounds like it's more like a celebration, I guess, maybe? Like, I, I thought I heard, saw something, like, on a post on Instagram about, like, there being, like, a uh, almost like a Hall of Fame ceremony, only honoring Undertaker. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Okay. I mean, definitely the man deserves every single accolade he gets for being in the WWE. He's one of the very few guys in the WWE that started in WCW and went to WWE. Some of them went to w- were in WWE, went to WCW. He started in WCW and went to WWE after. He was part of a team called the Skyscrapers with Dan Spivey. But um, yeah, so I mean, you know, like I said, this pay per view, I'm not expecting a whole hell of a lot. I mean, the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match, I believe, is just going to be a total and complete wipeout. I mean, well, actually, that's we thought about the last time that they won against each other, and it was you know, right.
0: instead of a compelling, you know, match, it didn't become uncompetitive until the, the last third of it. The first two-thirds of the match you know, was still, you know, good. So, I mean, I, I don't I mean, in the end, I think Roman Reigns is gonna, you know, wipe the mat with him, but I don't, I don't think it's gonna
2: be like that the entire match. Right, I and mean, Jey Uso is gonna have his moments, like, like he had the first match, like Greg said. Um, one of the um interesting things I was gonna choose for a a prediction was that Jey Uso or Jimmy Uso somehow was gonna get involved because yeah, I read that somebody predicted that in one of the various dirt sheets
0: um, they, they predicted that Jey Uso was never actually going to quit and Jimmy Uso was going to come in and somehow get into the cage and quit for him and, and that's how you can get around this well you know I can't be excommunicated from the family because I never quit
2: right yeah and that's and that's when I was surprised that uh, Roman added Jimmy Uso to that, well, you know, we're going to turn our back on you because now you bought your brother into it. Well, that was part of the whole ruse, though. Yeah. The beginning, you know, he had the bandana and the hat on. Yep. Um, I'm just glad that now they both have two totally different hairstyles. So totally <laughs> yeah, really. So, but like I said, you know, guys, uh, everybody good luck for tonight's pay-per-view. Hopefully, no spoilers. Um, Hopefully, you know, it'll be a good... Entertaining pay-per-view. I believe the pre-show goes on at 6 again. The show goes on at 7. Um, so. Now, if you add um, a pre-show
0: um, or another match, um, we can add it to our predictions only if all four of us get the predictions in before the show starts.
2: Okay. So do you want to agree on that now? or
0: Well, no, not okay. agreeing. It's a statement. It's not a question. Okay.
2: So it's a statement. If if they add a show, they add a match to the show and
0: we all can get a pick in for it. It's added. If all four of us can't ahead of time, then it doesn't
2: count. Okay. And if it comes in ahead of time, we can send our picks to the page. Yes. Okay. So we all in agreement with that guys. All right, great. So guys, thanks. Thanks for joining today. Um, Like I said, next week, Flash Waller will be joining us. And then the following week, we will be joined on our 300th episode by Matt DeCourt, the ring announcer for PAPW. And we'll also be joined by DJ and Little Nug. So guys, thanks for joining us and uh, good luck and we'll catch us all later on.
1: Plus.